2: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Monday edition, we are going to take a look back at a busy weekend in football. First in the NFL week 13, we've got major quarterback injuries and we've got a surprise team. Maybe it shouldn't be that much of a surprise, but a brand new threat in the AFC. We're also going to get into the college football playoff rankings. They are set. Did they get it right? And what could it mean for one of those coaches? Could he be on his way to the NFL. It's all yours. Coming up next here, two pros and a cup of Joe on a Monday, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros
2: and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, a three-hour extravaganza. And of course... We do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, I got a uh, really important question. I got an Ooh, important question okay. for the man Brady Quinn himself here, and I need you to answer this because I think there are people around the country that are asking themselves the same thing who watched that game last night in Dallas between the Colts and the Cowboys. <laughs> the hell happened to Indianapolis in the fourth quarter? What I the have hell no was idea, that? <laughs>
3: dude. Um, count me as someone who had the seven or uh, excuse me, eleven points in uh, the Colts. Which I thought, okay, based on how the first three quarters went, we still got a chance. to They were to cover competitive. Here. They were competitive. Like, like that's the thing about the Colts this year is I, I think since Jeff Saturday's taken over, we thought they provided a spark. It just it seems like that spark kind of fizzles out after the. First quarter, second quarter, maybe third quarter in this case, but my God. I mean, either Dallas turned it on or the Colts fell apart, however you want to look at it. But uh, I'll tell you why that relates to something. I spent some time in Indianapolis this past weekend, and I'm not sure the result of that game would have mattered that much, but after seeing the conclusion, how bad it got, I don't. I don't know that Jeff Saturday is gonna really make it much further. I know he's the interim head coach. So there's a thought maybe he'd be the permanent one. I think they're already searching for a different head coach to come in and take over. I
0: mean, hmm, who are who are I somebody... need to be looking at a different GM too? You know, I mean, to underperform the way that they're underperforming. It, it you know, like you said, I mean, it looked good early on, but again, in, especially in Indiana. Uh, you saw the adjustments at halftime, but you also saw the commitment to what it is that the true root of what Michigan football is, which is we're going to run the ball. We're going to run it on you. And you know what? I mean, that looks like that's what Indianapolis is uh, what what Saturday wants his identity to be. But it, I don't know. I don't they're not good enough on defense for some reason. Um and their running game doesn't look sustainable. Jonathan was doing well in the first half, but it, it's it's come harder. Running the ball has come harder for him this season. And it don't look good. Like, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like they have enough weapons to get it going in the passing game, or is it still the quarterback? Uh, it just didn't look like cohesiveness or, or a, a game plan that – would have been conducive to having success in the second half of the game.
2: Matt Ryan looks old, and he looks like he's <laughs> – he just does. Don't hold back. And, well, I'm just saying, and it looks like he he can't get away from pressure anymore. Like, the second it starts to collapse, well, it's over when,
3: with. When was he able to?
2: Well, no, but, I mean, it feels like now when it gets Man. near him, he just sort of collapses. That's it. Yeah. and And, you yeah. know, they're turning the ball over left and right in that game last night, especially late. It just – it feels like – It continues to go back to the quarterback and it continues to go back to Andrew Luck retiring in the preseason on the sideline and them still trying to scramble to figure out where they're going to go as far as quarterback is. And I, I don't we made the point earlier this season. Look, Carson Wentz was a better option than what they've got this year. I mean, yeah. like he played; he's outplayed Matt Ryan, if you want to compare seasons, and, and it's not even close. Right yeah, but, I mean, they'd be in a better <laughs> spot if they had Carson Wentz and Matt <laughs> he, Ryan. You
0: might be right.
2: You but be right. it just – and I don't think to – on the Jeff Saturday front, I, I don't even know if Saturday would want to come back, to be honest with you. Like, this is a lot, and there's a lot more that needs to be done, and they feel like – they feel like they're a long way away from being a team that's going to compete. And if you don't have the quarterback, I don't see what the hope is there in Indianapolis.
3: You know, we, we, I was talking to a few players who were there. Um, Steve Hutchison was there for the game, uh, this Big Ten Championship game. Cliff Averill, obviously a great out there at the Seattle Seahawks. He was representing Purdue, Brandon Edwards. All, all these guys were back. They got a chance to see. And, and one of the things that – it came up with everyone. Because you're, you're sitting there playing in the Colts' you know, home stadium. And the topic of Jeff Saturday kind of comes up uh, just because it's so kind of buzzworthy in regards to former players and if they get into coaching and just the fact that, you know, he was on TV, he was broadcasting. You know, a lot of guys are out there broadcasting, whether it's radio, TV, whatever. And and I, I, I LaVar, you've talked about this. Like, I think there's a lot of guys who are now they look at like, all right, maybe I'm a candidate potentially, or <laughs> maybe I should look into this. Major's but one of the prevailing thoughts is everyone kind of said like, man, like he took that job though, and even though it, it, you know, in some people's mind, opens the door for a former player, if it goes as badly as this is going, it just slams the right shut, right? Like, like early, early on in pressure, you're kind of thinking, okay, this is someone that Jim Ursay trusts. He believes in, in Jeff Saturday because of his time as a player. Comes in, has a great press conference, awesome. It doesn't matter if you don't get the results. And one of the things we discussed was just, you know, if you're Jeff Saturday, do you just decline it purely because you're not ready for that opportunity and you need to you know, actually be ready to seize that opportunity? It, it, was, it was an uphill battle for him to step into a team that wasn't performing under you know, the plan A, which was Frank Reich and Matt Ryan and everyone else they started the season with. And so what made you think during the season they were going to make some drastic change just because Jeff Saturday's there because the personnel can't change? And, you know, they changed back to Matt Ryan. That looked good for a week, but that was it. I mean, it's, since then, everything's just been going downhill. So it, it leads me to a name that I heard that kept kind of saying, all right, maybe they're poking and prodding around a few potential former NFL head coaches that happened to be there in Indy, that happened to be hoisting up a Big Ten championship trophy there uh, in Indy.
2: Okay. <laughs> and a former Colt.
0: And a former, former Colt. He's in the yep. Raptors. His name is up in there. He's, on, he's Yes, on, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting because he, he didn't he, – I mean, he had success. I mean, he's one of the guys, the few guys I can say he had success, true success playing or, or coaching there. So that would be interesting, Harbaugh going to, to the Colts. I, I'll say this, nature's running its course. You know, for all the coaches that – you know, the purists, that's it. This was – you made a mockery out of the the – the position you've you've done things that have set the game back a hundred years um for all those people, people that, said that i thought that, uh, i, I would have there was a couple there
3: was a couple set the game back a hundred years because yeah, well, it's Jeff saturday can you, there's a couple can you imagine people, you know, being on that poster oh, like, man.
0: Can... um <laughs> i'll tell you what I, I mean you get you get it's seeming like you're getting the the last, uh, and I mean, in this situation, uh, you could we could call it the last laugh. But I mean, it is what it is. It, it's what I said in I the beginning. More coming if there's if there is if there is the opportunity or the idea that a guy could actually take a team and get that team going under the circumstances that Jeff Saturday got him going under, and he's a former player. Then that that. I guess it changes it has to change the way you look at why coaches are getting the jobs that they're getting, why others aren't getting it. Like is it nepotism? Is it is it a meritocracy, as as you've loved to say, Q? Is it like what is it? And and whether it's fair or unfair, Jeff Saturday was either going to be the beacon of this maybe it isn't as complex or complicated as it may seem. Or or maybe it is, but it was going to fall on his shoulders just because of the uniqueness of the situation. And I think we're all finding out now there's there's more to it. There's more to it. Well, yeah. And, you know, hey, <laughs> I mean, now you know, I feel like I feel, and,
3: like, you I feel like it was one of those things where, you know, guys kind of celebrated like, oh, man, we're here. We made it, you know, and then it just it didn't it didn't last like that was it.
2: And on the Harbaugh front, so coming into the season after whatever the hell you called that situation in Minnesota was where he showed up thinking he was going to get the job and then all of a sudden uh, the job wasn't really offered to him and they said, no, we are just kind of you know poking around and then he went back to Michigan and he signed the contract and Harbaugh said, I'm here to stay. I want to be here. I'm here to stay at Michigan. Well, I think the feeling was... If he was going to leave this past off season was the time to leave because he finally beat Ohio State. He got him to the college football playoff. That was really the thing that he had to accomplish before he left Michigan. Well, now he's done it a second straight year. Now they're, you know, second in odds to win the national championship. if he if Michigan wins the title, I could absolutely see Harbaugh saying, yeah, I, I've done what I came here to do, and now if there's enough money on the table, and if Jim Mersey calls him up and just empties the bag and says, "Here's what we got for you," are you interested? I could absolutely see Harbaugh taking a Michigan's got
0: to pay him.
3: That's all. Michigan's I mean, got to pay him. Uh, is it as simple as that? Because here's the thing I'd say about leaving to take that job: he's got things rolling right now. Like I, I think we're we're underestimating. Where he's got this program, I mean, we, we tend to forget. There's there's been a changing of the guard, it, it happened subtly. Like it happened actually, I, I think, coming off of the COVID year, where they didn't play Ohio State, yeah. right? They broke up that that tradition, the history. They, they chose not to play. You know, the excuse I don't want to say the excuse, but their, the rationale was you know COVID on their team. They couldn't they they couldn't get out there to perform, and ultimately Ohio, it didn't matter. Ohio State ended up going. Uh, winning the Big Ten, and then moving on into that playoff scenario. But the point was the the, the two years after that, Michigan's now rolled them physically. I, yeah, I think the yeah. interesting thing's going to be if if Ohio State was able to beat Georgia, if Michigan beats TCU, if oh, they score please. off again, if they score off again, <laughs> and that's who he beats for the national championship – why would you leave?
2: By the way, Albert Breer like, may not, may never appear on this show again if that No,
3: happens. but, but in, in all seriousness, imagine that scenario. Why would you leave? Like, you've now – you're and 3-0 versus Ryan Day. You won a national championship. Your quarterback's coming back. Your running back right now that's playing is coming back, Donovan Edwards. They've got, a lot, they've got a lot of young players that are, are going to be coming back that they reloaded with. They've continued to recruit well. Like – it could be something where like it's a changing of the guard in the Big Ten where now you've got Michigan taking over for Ohio State as that number one team that that's the team to beat I, I just I'm not sure that the grass is always greener and, and maybe recruiting and everything else that's going on, and he doesn't want to be a part of that maybe that's a portion of it, but I don't know man i, I could I could see him just staying if. Things kind of worked out to play out that dream scenario for him this year. I, I'm not so sure you want to go work for a guy who, again, hired Jeff Saturday in the first place. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, he true. did
0: that without Corum and the defense end. Who's the defense end with the Dreads? Has the high Mike angles, Morris? Right? Yeah, Mike Morris. I mean,
3: well, I mean, Mike Morris played a little bit versus Ohio State, not much, but yeah. I mean, neither really played much versus versus the Buckeyes. Like they. Yeah. That by the way, that's how deep. That's how well he's developed, recruited, all of it. I mean, he, he's a good coach. I, don't get me wrong. I know why they're looking at him because he's had success. He made it to a Super Bowl in San Francisco. He's now going to make it to back-to-back college football playoffs, maybe a national championship. I, I, we'll, we'll see where this team goes this year. But he's a good coach. He knows how to develop guys. He knows how to kind of eventually give enough time. He'll get it all going in the right direction. So I, I can completely understand why they'd look at him. I just think he's got to be careful about – you know the type of organization that he wants to get involved with you know and what how jim Irsay might be running that thing maybe
0: he can talk yeah. his former all cor- has to do is pay him go ahead go what well, no, i was
2: going to say all all maybe he can talk uh, his former quarterback andrew luck into coming back you know mm-hmm. maybe there's that on the table you know andrew luck who just disappeared he's just vanished off uh, nobody's heard see from him.
0: him i'll see him tonight you gonna see him and tomorrow all right yeah, yeah. i'll see him.
2: you think tomorrow. you're gonna get him to have a long island or what
0: well, I'm going to talk to him like this when I see him. Like, hey, what's going on, Andrew? How you a- doing, sir?
2: Ask him if anybody's ever told him, because Brady pointed this out years ago, that he sounds like Andre the Giant. Ask him. Mm-hmm. If I, if I actually him. did not say that. I'm you didn't probably say I, put
3: it. Uh, no, I think it was actually you. But okay. I'm probably not going to ask
0: him uh, that either, you know. Just so, wanna, I'm, I'm just going to go up to him I'm going to be like, so you're Andrew Luck, huh? It's a pleasure to meet you.
2: Well, if you uh if you do see Andrew Luck and a bunch of other people around, I want you to yeah. say this to them. Fellas, it's time to stop treating your groins do like it. junk. Don't Introducing the Gillette pubic hair trimmer. That's right. It's a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your Very pubic sense. region some respect with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. I it is my balls. two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Sox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio. so we're going to have the usuals coming up later on we're going to have another edition of in case you missed it we've got an fsr ir we're also going to look ahead to monday night football in hour three it's all yours as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific but coming up next this could be the end of the road for multiple teams looking to win a super bowl we'll tell you why that is next here on fsr Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with the here. Just the classics. You know, some Christmas classics here. None of these newbies trying to do some remix. Why ruin what the good stuff is? You know what I mean? This is the good stuff. Throw them up, Lavar. Throw them up to them this. Throw them up. Throw them up. Yeah. Uh, by the way, coming up. The to uh, Vegas
0: today. There you go.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, now, what time do you get to Vegas? I don't know. You don't. <laughs> you don't even know. I don't know any of that stuff. All right. Like are we talking? Like, Just do we, what I'm told to do. I mean, that's a uh, that's a 45 minute flight.
0: It's great. I don't think I'm flying. I think we're going to take a sprinter.
2: Are we going to drive?
0: And yeah, you uh-huh. know, get a little scenic scenic deal going. Not not a lot to see on that drive. Making an experience. Yeah, those big old uh, windmills. You know.
2: Well, you Very know cool. that uh, when you get to state line, there's this place called Whiskey Pete's okay. and uh, it's a little bit of a trap because you think, you know what? Why don't we just stop here? We're 45 minutes away from Vegas, but let's just stop here and just grab a drink and start gambling a little bit. And next thing you know that you're there for two hours because you just hang out and then you're excited and then you don't want to drive the rest of the way. Yeah. I mean, there's penny slots there.
0: I mean, the biggest gas station. Um, what is it? The The Chevron? I want to say
2: uh something like that. You're probably and and I'm assuming you're in a pass-through Barstow. There's every fast food restaurant you could possibly want in the history of mankind that's ever been invented is in Barstow. Huh. But yeah, there's not a lot of not a lot to see there, but you know, the the drive there is better than the drive back, I'll just say that. <laughs> Why is that? Cuz you have something to go to. Like you're going on vacation. When you come back, it's like we saw all this but there's no casinos and slot machines and booze after this, so it's a little bit of a downer.
0: You do know I'm traveling with kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I mean, a Capri Sun with a little bit of Jack Daniels. I mean, I, I don't understand. Oh what the problem my goodness,
3: is. that is uh, reckless. Yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely. Right. It's a joke. It's Everybody, a joke. Everybody a joke. relax. <laughs> oh, are we sure? Jeez, throw it's out ridiculous. a disclaimer next time, man. Jeez. Yes.
0: My Which, goodness. by the way, I didn't get to see my little bro, but. You know, we were talking, you know, I was with Braylon, and we just, you know, we probably talked about Q for about, yeah, probably about a good 20 minutes. Who doesn't?
3: <laughs> well, here, hold on. Where were you guys at? Was it Friday night or Saturday night? No, it had been Friday night. Friday morning.
0: Or Friday Friday night, we were in the airport. And it was like, he came walking up, and I was so tired from from traveling, and he came walking. I was like, who is this This I'm walking in this Michigan Letterman jacket. I'm like, golly, man, these Michigan dudes, arrogant dudes. Like, hey, what's up, Braylon? Man, I know you. That's messed up, man. I was like, like, man, I really was talking bad. Like,
3: man, who is this, man? These bums. I should have worn my Letterman jacket. I was like, oh, man, this Braylon. Like, what's going on, man? So he, he – uh, I didn't get to see him during the day. We, we didn't get in until 6 a.m. Saturday morning, which it was kind of a, a whirlwind with everything we were asked to do. But I did see him during the game, talked to him for a little bit then, kind of caught up. The best was, though, <laughs> I saw so him at the airport Sunday morning, which I had an early flight out. We didn't get even off the field or off the set until like 12.30 probably. Uh, and back to our hotel around like one a m and then i had to, i had to get up and and leave at like four to get over to the airport so I saw him in the security line and <laughs> Braylon, I think it just, he just stayed up <laughs> after, oh. after the win. He just, came. I, don't, I don't know that he went back to bed because he was still, you know, he was wearing a letterman jacket and everything else. And we we're in the security line and I, I'm trying to kind of keep quiet, you know, low profile. And he's like, Hey, man, what's up? I was like, Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I got banged. Right, this is going to happen.
3: And so Ooh. we're like having a conversation <laughs> as we're winding through the security line in Indianapolis at 5 a.m. in the morning. And, and he he's just talking about, you know, man, this is what I think we need to do and going into the playoff and everything else. I was just, it was the best. It was one of the funniest things ever. And people are just listening to our conversation. Like we were just breaking something down on, on radio or something as they have to walk through the security line. See, that's a free show. <laughs> it, it really was at that point. It really was. Uh, I, got, it,
0: I it, got banged all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday. Like I could tell you some horrible story, like I I never. Uh, I, I, you guys I don't go know to... there? So I don't even remember, bro. I, don't, I just know the one place we went to. They had a wall of drinks, like it was drawn on the wall. Seven Eleven. Y'all know, y'all know I love. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. We put a whole bunch of people in it. I um, you know, y'all. I love Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Yep. This place. I'm, like, in there, and I'm already, like, I'm just now getting okay from leaving the game, right? Because before the game, I was drinking Long Island's, and it got bad. Like, they were strong, <laughs> strong long. And and all these Michigan fans and and a few Purdue fans, we they kept buying me shots. And I was, like, I don't want to be rude to the fans, so I just kept taking shots with them. So, it got bad oh. kind of quick. But then after the game, I was I was starting to feel a little bit better. Then we go up into this bar and they they have like I guess the dopest breadsticks that you'd ever have, and they were really good. Um, and they have a wall, an entire wall full of different types of long islands. And I decided to try to try uh, all of them. Oh jeez! Huh. But I couldn't make it through. I I didn't make it through two. I didn't make it through two. I was going to try all of them. I'm going all the way down, like start at the top and i i only made it through two and, and then i remember i just woke up I, I just remember i had to go to the airport um early and and it was i was hurting i'm hurting i'm hurting right now but it was good <laughs> it was good it's fighting through the pain man but i'm old i'm starting now I, I realize the things that well you were banged up back then too like if you did it you got banged up back then too but you bounce back pretty
3: quick. Oh, yeah. The recovery is different.
0: Yeah. I feel I – first of all, yesterday, I felt horrible yesterday. I felt <laughs> horrible yesterday. But I still even feel it a little bit today. By
2: the way, Brady once on the air gave out the cure oh, to a yeah. hangover. There, there,
3: there's a process to yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, Some of it's not safe for work, but
0: – yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, was. Well, I'm gonna I'll, I'll tell you this way it,
3: it, it ends with just uh, Just starting right back up And drinking again yeah. like if, yeah. if, if, oh, if the first yeah. eight <laughs> steps Don't work you, you just go grab another beer Yeah that's the like fail just, safe Yeah just get right back anyway. <laughs> so, Some uh, people would say You just start there Instead of the other eight steps But uh, oh, I, I personally man. feel like Yeah I will
0: say I did have a Long Island at TGI Fridays in Dallas-Fort Worth. So there you go. There is that.
2: I mean, listen, it sounds I said I didn't need
0: it. I didn't need it because I was still feeling bad, but I was like, it is TGI Fridays, and, you know, they do have amazing Long Island. So I was like, you know – We just got to go ahead and push on through, man. So go ahead and give me one.
2: I mean, it feels like we're at a tailgate here, like the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. And nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. All right, so coming up in about 15 minutes from now, we're going to talk about some brutal honesty in the world of football from a Hall of Famer. We'll have that for you here. Uh, but let's get into uh, the discussion here now, and that is the quarterback injuries around the NFL, starting Ooh. with Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, who is done. Uh, he is Sad. done for the season. Uh, broken foot yesterday in the game against Miami. Brock Purdy came in, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, the Iowa State Cyclone came in and actually played pretty well there as they took care of the Dolphins, but nonetheless, now the uh, San Francisco 49ers are down another quarterback as they're trying to make a push towards the playoffs, and, uh, and this does not look good for San Francisco's chance Is moving forward
3: pretty tough too considering you know they they signed Josh johnson who um has been around the league he's played 13 years he's been on 14 teams i believe this is his second stint with the 49ers but he is um i mean you you can't go trade for anyone for people out there don't realize the trade deadline's already passed and it's not like there's a ton of guys just sitting out who who could come in right in and do a great job now maybe there's some guys in retirement you could talk to you know Maybe you could call Ben Roethlisberger, but you'd have to get his rights, I believe, from the Steelers. Maybe you could try to call someone else who's retired to come in. You you said Andrew Luck earlier, but this is a team and a roster that's built to go win a Super Bowl. And unfortunately, that now, the quarterback position, may be the one thing standing in their way of being able to win one. And and it's a shame, but the crazy thing about the injury and when it took place in in this week's game is they were talking before the game that the 49ers were open to bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back and that they were in discussions of, of what that may look like. And that was the, that was the narrative based on how the season's gone with Garoppolo playing so well. And mind you, Trey Lance is somewhere back there sitting waiting in the wings, right? He's out for the season with an injury. So kind of crazy to think about how all that got thrown into the blender and torn up with the injury to Garoppolo and not knowing what that holds, not only for him or anyone else, because the tough thing is that like, that's been the narrative with him. He's a good player. He just cannot stay healthy. He's never able to be out there to be healthy for, uh, for the entirety of the season. When he is, they go to a Super Bowl. They go to the playoffs. But it's very seldom that that's the case. It's just – I felt
0: horrible for him. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Because it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, he's injury prone. He, well, that could have happened to anyone. Right. You know, the way, he, the way his foot got caught under the body, like, you know, we see Aaron Donald is out with a high ankle sprain. Like, you know, we saw the way Von Miller went down. Like, it's, it's like in that trench area where all those bodies be, be flying around and people could get a hold of you and then somebody's falling on you. Just I felt horrible. For what are you him, talking man? about?
2: I thought it's always because of the turf. I don't understand. Like, I, like, yeah the and the to. turf
0: by yeah. the way and and the turf like yeah. it had something to do with that I'm, yeah, yeah jonas is I against the turf now he, he yeah. at one
3: point he was for the turf and and all and every, everything that everyone's saying now he's against the turf it, he it, doesn't think it plays any role it
2: just feels like that's always the go-to like how about a guy who was 250 to 260 pounds landed on your foot and it broke like let's yeah. just call
0: that what it is yeah but maybe his foot might have slipped out of the turf and it yeah, might have only been like a sprain, but because of the turf, it, it broke. Right now, I, you know, I don't know. Great but, point. Um,
4: anyways, everyone
0: out there, case, I'm yeah. joking out there for everyone. And just in case you didn't know, there was sarcasm <laughs> in that. Um, it, it, you know, the defense is playing really well. the The offense was balanced, and it was still balanced even once he went out. But when you get into those bigger games, those harder games – it's going to show why Jimmy Garoppolo has constantly been a topic of conversation as it applies to the 49ers. And here's what's even here's what's even more interesting. You're not even able to bring in your draft pick quarterback to play because he's out for the season due to, uh, I, I, if I recall correctly, a lower, a lower body injury as well, right? Didn't he yeah. like break his foot or something like that, or
2: ankle almost got ripped off?
0: So yeah. I, I mean, this could have been an opportunity for Trey Lance to get get his respect back from the turf, um, from <laughs> the pundits out there that say he couldn't do it. I mean, this this would have been one of those interesting opportunities to say, I've had to endure and and kind of swallow a, a nasty pill as to you know not not working it not working out the way that i would have liked it to so far but bam here we are we're in the playoff hunt jimmy g's got us going he's gone down here's my opportunity i'm not giving it back they don't even have that don't right. even have that option so it would be interesting to see what Kyle does
2: by the way, uh, Kyle Shanahan has spoken earlier about Brock Purdy. Like he's he's liked Brock Purdy since the, he's no, been with no, San Francisco. No, I'm just saying like he, he's this. been a big fan of him. And okay. and all I'm saying is that it. And I'm not going to go over the top here. I just I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that Brock Purdy be the MVP of the league. Like so, I, I think that's fair, and you I think You said that's, you're not going what? I'm not going to go over the top on this stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. But this is the problem. Brady winds me up because he knows that I'll take the bait every time. He knows if he if he steers I, me in that direction. I don't understand
3: how I winded you up here, but okay.
2: Okay, just don't do it. Don't do it. I was just simply going to say maybe they can be competitive enough, but probably not win a Super Bowl. And then you got to shift gears and throw me into you know going down the path that I usually go down, to, which is saying something dumb on the air. That's what you do. <laughs> you do it every time. Been doing it for years, but. Dang can they wow, see, been uh, for are, years. are they we talked about them being a potential threat to Philadelphia that's done correct with 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 no with Brock Purdy as your quarterback and not Jimmy Garoppolo
3: as, yeah I, I can't imagine maybe i'm wrong as far as you know <clears throat> maybe they can make it through the regular season with this and be able to win enough football games to to threaten it but i just think in the playoffs and all that look we watched Cincinnati and Kansas City. I know we're going to preview that game or, to, or excuse me, um, recap that game at some point. When you get into the playoffs, that's the thing that you notice the biggest difference in. Like you start looking at like these playoff caliber teams and you go, do you have a quarterback or do you have a guy that can go up toe-to-toe and do that or not? And right away you just eliminate them. Like even as good as that team can be, you pretty much eliminate them. Because you know if it comes down to a final drive in the fourth quarter or overtime that that's the guy who's going to get it done. Probably not your guy. And, and unfortunately, I, I know Brock Brady's inexperienced, and, and look, maybe he's the second coming of Tom Brady. There's, maybe there's a 1% chance that's, that's the case. Like, like, you, like, you have, like you have tried to point out here, Jonas, but yeah. <laughs> it's more likely than not that this is the nail in the coffin for their season, even though they're going to be a playoff team when it's all said and done.
0: Yeah, Jeff Saturday put that to bed. You know the whole one in a million deal. We kind of we've already no. played that card for for this NFL season.
2: So. No, and no <laughs> Sorry, you, Purdy. <laughs> and no, you can't win the lottery. Just yeah. a reminder. So
3: you're you're saying Jeff Saturday took brought pretty stuff lottery ticket? Yeah,
0: yeah. You only get one of those. Uh, so. <laughs> a, the one in a million opportunity. Yep it's it's gone.
2: Uh, uh, two pros and a cup of plate. joe here Fox Sports Radio. So we're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It coming up. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Roll out the red carpet in your ears for the <laughs> one and only Sir Edmund Garcia. Roll out the red
4: carpet in your ears. Yeah.
2: that's a back. Good I've never heard that one before. Ed's that's... back, man.
4: Yeah. Thank you, Jonas. Good, yeah. to, be, yeah. good to be back. Appreciate it. Uh, let's check in on He's week back. 13 in the NFL. We have the Sunday night game where the Cowboys and Colts It was a two-point game heading into the fourth quarter. And then the Cowboys outscored the Colts 33-0 in the fourth quarter for a 54-19 victory. Rematch of last season's AFC title game. Bengals win again beating the Chiefs 27-24. Joe Burrow, three touchdowns for Cincinnati, two passing and one rushing. You guys talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, broken foot out for the year. 49ers beat the Dolphins in that game 33-17 with Brock Purdy at quarterback, 210 yards passing, two touchdowns and one interception. The Ravens lose quarterback Lamar Jackson to do a knee injury in the first quarter. He didn't return. They're saying it is not season-ending, but don't know how long he'll be out. Ravens edge the Broncos 10-9. Eagles are 11-1 after beating the Titans 35-10. Jalen Hurts, 380 yards passing, four touchdowns, three passing, one rushing. In the wind, Vikings are 10-2. They beat the Jets 27-22. Seahawks on a late touchdown edge of the Rams 27-23. Seattle right now moving into that final wildcard spot in the NFC. The Commanders drop out after a 20-20 tie in New York against the Giants. Browns beat the Texans 20 20- 27-14, Deshaun Watson back after his 11-game suspension. He was pretty rusty. 12-22 of 22 passing, 131 yards, no touchdowns and interception. Cleveland got two defensive touchdowns and a special team touchdown in the victory. Raiders beat the Chargers 27-20. It was the Packers over the Bears 28-19. Green Bay outscoring Chicago 18-0 in the fourth quarter. Steelers edged the Falcons 19-16. Lions roll over the Jaguars 40 40- to 14. Now back to Brady Quinn, Lamar Arrington and Jonas Knox on the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of
2: Joe here on Fox Sports Radio and fellas it's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate pubic hair trimmer. It's a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region some respect with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Alright, it's so coming up next in another edition of In Case You Missed It, we've got a Hall of Famer who got brutally honest with a bunch of people yesterday in the world of football and you'll hear from him right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar, Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, from the tirerack.com studios, we are going to discuss the performance of one player in the NFL yesterday, and there is a lot of layers to it. So we'll get into that for you here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply.
1: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed
2: it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, lead d d d d d d Guys, in case you missed it, Colorado has introduced Deion Sanders as the next head coach, and he's told some of the players to go ahead and hit that transfer portal because he's, quote unquote, bringing his own luggage.
0: We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louie. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now, I'm coming, and when I get here, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready, to go ahead and jump in the portal, and do whatever you're going to get, because the more you jump in, the more room you make, because we bring kids that are smart, say that smart, smart. tough, tough. <laughs> Who was like, he talking to? A bunch of Colorado a bunch players. Bunch of his players, dude. That's not <laughs> his introductory press conference. I, He's telling them to go jump in the portal because yeah. he don't want yeah. you. <laughs> yeah,
3: because they ain't Louie. Here's what I'd say about this hire. Like, I, I love it for Colorado fans because I think it brings a buzz that they haven't felt. God, I probably since they won a national championship. I mean, honestly. Um, if, if you go back to the Bill McCartney years like that was their last run of success in the, uh, the mid mid 90's and then things you know Rick Neuheisel I believe you know kind of took over for a year it, it, it was alright for a while then it started to kind of Peter off Gary Barnett came in he had some success mm-hmm. and then since that then after that debacle really one year with Mike McIntyre where they won 10 games like 6 years ago that was it that's like the only thing they could point to and, and even Mel Tucker, who kind of just after one season was like, I need to get out of here. Hey, good, good <laughs> like, for him. No, in all seriousness. So look, there's a buzz about him. I think Coach Prime's a good coach. I think people underestimate the fact that they, they hear all the rhetoric, they hear all the all the you know clips. He's a good coach. That's one of the reasons why they're successful at Jackson State. He's got a, he's got a staff too. He's assembled that'll help make them competitive. And USC and UCLA are moving on to the Big Ten anyway, so I think that'll help a little bit too in the Pac-12 of helping them stay competitive. But as far as that message, it's honesty. And if I'm sitting there as a player, you know, I'd say, hey, coach, I want to sit down with you I want you to watch my tape, and I want you to tell me honestly whether or not I have a shot at being on this team next year. And if I don't, tell me as soon as you can because I, I want an opportunity to play somewhere else then. Like, all you could do is, is be honest with these players and their families and everyone else when there's a head coaching change like this. And I think he's going to give them that. So, so good for him.
2: And by the way, they were 1-11. What's he supposed to say? Welcome back, everybody. You're all starting next year. They won one game. They were awful. That's why he's there. So I, I don't know. I mean, it just it, it is funny how people's reaction to, you know, him leaving Jackson State. And, well, you know, I thought he was going to stay there long lot. He's, he's growing. And now he takes over Colorado program. I was going to ask you guys this. Do you think that now that he's there, it makes them more attractive if you're one of these other conferences and you want to poach them from the Pac-12?
0: Like I don't know about that. Yet. I, don't know I about mean, that. there's a lot of yeah, yeah. I mean, there's way more to it than just a coach when you're talking about poaching a program. Now, I will say this: there is, as as Q mentioned, there is a history connected to Buff football law, uh, football, Buff football law. Um, it, it, it's it, you know, but it, it's it's going to be interesting to see if the philosophy, the swag. That, that prime brings to what he does, if it translates to, you know, major college football, and and that's not a shot against you know HBCU, but I'm I'm curious. It took him one year, and I hope people realize that you know, prime didn't win immediately at at Jackson State. He he had to go through a little bit of a uh, you know getting getting it together the way that he wanted to get it get it together. I wonder how much time he'll have. And if if in that interim time of putting your team together, how much grace period does he get, you know, in, I mean, he, in making them better?
3: I thought it only took him a year. He, he was they were what four and three through the COVID year, and then yeah. after that, he's won at least eleven games each year. Yeah, man. I mean, maybe that's what it was. I, I knew
0: he lost. I think he, yeah, he lost a few games. He didn't lose any this year. That's so. I, I mean, I think he's. And I think that that's what he's pushing for, is is. But he did have to get, you know. Well, maybe that is what it was. I don't know. I, I just would call him losing. You know, I recall. Him uh, he losing didn't lose a much. I mean,
3: maybe just that first year during COVID, which you know, yeah.
0: uh, some teams It'll going. be interesting if he can maintain the 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 trajectory he's on right now. I'm pulling for him, of course. Uh, It'd be interesting to see. What
2: else we got, Lee? Guys, in case you missed it, USA's men's national team is out of the World Cup, losing oh, to Netherlands oh, three to one. Damn! Really? What did three that happen? Saturday
1: morning. Three to one. Seven a.m. Yeah. Pacific
2: time. A lot, a lot of brand I I new that. USA soccer insiders now yeah. disappear for the next four years. What a shame! It's too it's bad. Funny. These soccer enthusiasts yeah. out there.
3: I, I honestly didn't even know what happened. I thought
2: you <laughs> we were playing. <laughs> Listen, you, you put a World Cup out in the middle of football season. You know, there's some people that are distracted by some other stuff. And yeah. it's the holidays. You know, There's a lot going on. I mean, hmm. it is too bad, though.
3: So they lost, huh?
2: Yeah. So
3: Was it close? Not really. No. No, no, not Not really. They got smashed. Yeah,
2: they got got smashed. Better luck next (laughs) time, I guess.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast.